Hi, and welcome to Girls on Fire, the podcast. Girls on Fire, the podcast, is a celebration of our girls, our community and our school. It's where we invite people to come and have a chat about what drives them and what inspires them. It's a place to hear from our amazing young ladies and the world around them. Today we will hear from Charlie, the 2019 Beasley Medal recipient, who's chatting to Year 11 student Maya. Congratulations on um, winning the Beasley Medal, Charlie. Thank you. <laughs> I was just wondering, how did you balance your gymnastics and music and study? Basically, I just tried to really stick with things that I was enjoying and do things that I thought made me feel like comfortable and relaxed. At the start of the year, I was still training. I went to Sydney, actually, in the first weekend of Year 12 for a trial for gym. And so I was still training up to like six times a week. Wow. But I could tell basically immediately that that was way too much this year. Mm-hmm. I was just getting exhausted and coming home feeling drained and yeah. falling asleep in classes. It was just not working at all. I gradually ended up just cutting back more and more because I think I just tried to focus on what I was actually enjoying and in my mind I always kind of think oh yeah gym is something I enjoy but it took me a long time to realize that actually it was becoming something that was more stressful than enjoying Mm. this year I just had to admit that to myself and let it drop down quite a lot whereas on the other hand like my music was something that was actually helping me to relax so I kept that up so yeah I think it was just about listening to myself and how I was actually feeling. Yeah, I totally like that's really important. <laughs> Especially in year 12, you can't afford mm-hmm. to let yourself get so exhausted. I know I was getting sick quite a lot as well at the start of the yeah. year and had to miss some days and it's just not worth it (laughs) for something especially if you're not really enjoying it do you ever feel like you were under a lot of pressure to do well definitely I felt like most of the pressure was probably more coming from myself than other people I was worried the week leading up to the celebration about like whether I would be the ducks or not and everyone's like oh you're crazy but like I honestly didn't feel confident in that and then Mm. weeks later I found out that I was the Beasley medalist and it still just seems surreal like i was not confident at all yeah I definitely did feel mm. like I had a lot of expectations on me there was sort of a general consensus that <laughs> um you were going to be ducks and I guess it's harder to believe when it's actually you do you have any moments during like any years of your school life where you didn't do so well or something where you failed and you had to kind of like pick yourself up and have a bit of resilience Definitely. I mean, I remember earlier on in the year, there was a horror physics test where I did about like 20% worse than usual. And it seems so insignificant now, but like at the time it felt massive and I was feeling quite crushed and I just had to pick myself up and decide that rather than let it like drag me down, I was going to try and do better next time. At the end of year 11, I had a bad like operation on my teeth I was like just knocked out for weeks when it was meant to take like a week recovery and it took me like two months to feel better and that was right before exams so that took a lot of determination to get myself ready for those exams that was definitely a so it definitely wasn't as easy as it seems yeah Yeah. it was not a smooth ride (laughs) what was your favorite part of 
having MLC. Yeah, I've been involved in the music department since year three (laughs) and it's just given me so many amazing opportunities. Like Europe tour was incredible. I got to perform a solo at Montreux Jazz Fest. Oh, it was amazing. (laughs) Doing a concerto as well. Mm. That was a big thing for me. And I do remember playing in your concerto. (laughs) I did like it. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've played that piece for years, so but never with, like, obviously never with an orchestra. When do you get to play with an orchestra? So having the opportunity to, a good, to do a concerto as just a school musician is mm, yeah. a really incredible thing that the school offers us. Looking back, everything is easier upon retrospect. <laughs> but if you're going into year 11, what advice would you to yourself? Ooh, that's tough. I guess I would try to convince myself that <laughs> you don't have to get everything right and that a few mistakes or bad tests, it doesn't have that big of an impact in the end, especially if you approach it the right way and use it as like incentive to do better next time. It's difficult in the moment. Yeah, in the moment, like everything you're doing at school basically and is the biggest thing you've done so far. Like in, everyone says, you know, year 12 isn't the be all and end all, but in your life up to that point, it's the biggest thing you've done. So everything you do feels like it has to be as good as it possibly can be. But in retrospect, it really doesn't and you're allowed to make some mistakes. Do you have any regrets? I don't think I do. I I think what I did do well was make a good balance for myself Mm. and know the times that I needed to focus on my study. mm. But I did still spend time with friends and kept up my music and I kept training, doing gym a couple of times a week, you know, instead of six times a week. And so I think that in terms of like missed opportunities, I don't think there was particularly anything. Did you ever have a moment in time aiming to get the Beasley medal? There was never any time that I seriously thought about it. I remember I think a couple of friends or family might have like thrown it out there and I just kind of laughed it off like, like oh, that's joke. not possible. <laughs> um, I mean, even when I got the phone call and they said it was the head of scars or something, I was worried that there was some kind of problem <laughs> or it did not even cross my mind in that moment. Was there anything at school that shaped the way that you thought you wanted to proceed in the future? I went on a few kind of conferences and things that school recommended me to do or helped me to apply for. In the summer holidays, I went on the National Youth Science Forum. I remember in particular there, I met a chemical engineer at one of the networking sessions and his job just sounded really interesting. And so that I'd already had the thought in my mind because I'd just heard about it and I'd been looking into different courses and things. And that kind of reinforced for me that that was something that I'd like to pursue. Need advice <laughs> for students hoping to succeed? I guess with study, I feel like a lot of people struggle to know like what's the best way of studying for them. And I think kind of how I came to my like decision about what was best for me, listening to how I was feeling. And if I felt comfortable going into a test or exam, then that kind of showed me that I had prepared well and that 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 method was a good way because I think if you feel confident and like you've done enough preparation going in then you can tackle all of the hard questions that you might look at and not know the answer straight away whereas if you're unprepared then you just get frazzled and scared. Did you find it hard to keep calm sort of leading up to waste like going into those final exams? 
There were definitely moments of <laughs> where you realize, oh, this is actually worth a lot. Channeling that stress or anxiety or anything, those feelings into pre- preparing rather than hiding away and going, oh, this is too much for me. That's what helps you to succeed. And you you kind of almost need that, like a little bit of nerves to because mm, otherwise you, don't, you care. Yeah, you, you need to care about it enough to put in the effort. Mm. Then you will do as well as you possibly can do. You don't know what's going to turn up in the exam at the end of the day. I mean, the lit exam this year was a complete surprise because I'd prepared well. I looked at this paper, which was a horrible paper that I was not expecting at all. And But I sat there thinking... I'm going to find a way to answer one of these questions rather than I can't do this. Really positive mindset. Yeah. yeah. There's no way you're going to be able to answer every single one of them perfectly. It's often you feel like you're guessing everything, but if you know that you're prepared and you're feeling thinking positive, then even if you're guessing everything, you're probably making a good, solid, educated guess. Yeah. <laughs> so I know your sister Emily was also ducks. Yeah. So how did that affect you? I think in some ways earlier on, especially like at the start of senior years in year 10, it motivated me because Mm. if she hadn't been, I probably wouldn't have known that that was something that I could achieve. It wasn't really about like competing with her. It was almost like I knew that we were a similar standard. And so it was kind of competing with the best that I could be. So now going away from LLC, what would you take away from the whole experience? I think all of the friendships and like relationships you make at school is probably the most valuable thing, um, not only with students, but teachers as well. You make mm. such good like connections with some teachers and they really help you through a lot. And like looking back, it's so that's such so valuable. And I don't think a lot of schools would get that same thing. I mean, especially for me, I had like five or six people <laughs> in some of my classes. And so having that really close They're constantly checking in with you and Mm. making sure that you're doing your absolute best. And that's something that I think MLC does amazingly. And all the teachers seem like they genuinely care about you and want you to succeed. And that's just another motivator because you feel like you have this whole support network behind you who are pushing you forward. We hope you enjoyed episode two of Girls on Fire, the podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes to come.